Hey guys, welcome back to the For the Bad podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, Andres. I'm joined by Elijah and Diego today, and today we're going to be talking about the VAR decisions this past weekend and what we think about VAR. How are you guys doing? Doing all right. Doing all right. Yeah. Excited. It's a good weekend for for these boys right here. Boys and white. Who'd you guys play again? Fulham. Mm. Fulham. Great mm. game. Great game. Expected. If you say so. It was. It was. I, mean, I think uh, definitely the best London Derby of the weekend. I myself. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, for the West Ham Chelsea game, because Elijah is a Chelsea fan, I'm a West Ham fan. Uh, I felt like in the first half of the game, it was kind of dead. I mean, West Ham was game plan was just to frustrate Chelsea the whole time and right. that was successful but in doing so nothing happened in the first half so it was kind of just a lot of passing the ball back and forth for sure to me and then the second the second half you could tell the game plan changed from the West Ham's perspective was Chelsea's perspective which opened up the game more and kind of made it a derby a London derby but derby sorry whoopsies uh but uh it, the real excitement didn't happen until like the 70 plus minute so but yeah, very frustrating day for a West Ham fan, as we'll get into it right now. So, uh, what what do you guys want to talk about first? Which game for the VAR decision? Um, I mean, I'll just let me just mention like everything that really happened uh, in general, because I mean, like the whole weekend there was like I count at least six VAR. I don't know, maybe controversies. I'll say I'll say controversies, depending on you know how you look at it. Um. Included, including but not limited to Chelsea West Ham, of course, which is obviously the most popular one. Uh, it's always Chelsea being involved with the VAR. Huh? Maybe we deserve this. Maybe, maybe we deserve this past weekend. Um, Newcastle, Crystal Palace, uh, Martinelli's goal, United Arsenal, which also was a hell of a game, important game I feel. Uh, Coutinho's uh, goal for Aston Villa, disallowed. Uh, Virgil Van Dijk's foul. Who I also want to mention um, real quick. Uh, this is not the Van Dyke that I, I remember. And I feel like a lot of us remember this season. And it was entertaining to watch before, and I hate watching him now. Anyways, the and finally, what I want to mention is the McAllister goal. Which absolute beauty disallowed by, um, I think it was offsides. Um, but, you know, we can talk about the elephant in the room first, if you want. The, uh, I would happily talk about this because yeah. Saturday was a very frustrating day for me. Um, Saturday, from... yeah. I had a great day. I had a great day on Saturday. You know, uh, I hate you. Woke up at seven in the morning, <laughs> watched a wonderful game of football. Almost fell asleep in the first half, but was waking up by the second. Um, but you know, I just I want, I want you to give. I want you to start talking about it first. Uh. From the from the, from the goals, or let's talk about VAR straight off the bat. Uh, whatever you want. I mean, I mean, so we scored first. You know, uh, I just want to point out when we scored, Mendy went down, it, saying he was fouled on the header from Carrer. Somehow, was fouled when we scored with the Michael Antonio tap in from the assist by Declaners. Just want to note that he faked another injury for his first injury of the game. And then I, probably I, like I don't even remember that 10, part. I don't remember him doing that. To me, yeah, he literally goes to the ref and says like, "I got fouled." Well, and he's like, "I'm like, bro, don't even." He stays on the floor too, saying he got fouled. I can't stand Mendy. I'm sorry, Mendy. I just can't. Mendy, I hate Mendy, bro. He isn't. He I swear, isn't. he makes a lot of mistakes. 
Yeah. And then he just gets away with it by saying he got injured. Or fouled. I don't know, Elijah. You watch more Chelsea than I do. No, I mean, not honestly, like, I get what you're saying, but overall, he doesn't do that. It was just this past game where I like, really highlighted it. He doesn't do that often. It's just last game, he's just grabbing at straws for, for a result. But, you know, uh, I can't remember him doing that in the Champions League final that we won. Um, no, I, mean, I only past, had to bring up that one. The past game. couple seasons, like, he hasn't, been, he hasn't been doing that. It's just this past game, like, we were in a position we didn't want to be. And he tried to take advantage of anything he could. Um, I don't know. It annoyed me too, but uh, you know, results are results. There's not much you can change about it at this point. You'd be living. So, you would be. Oh, hundred percent. So but but that's the thing about it. That's the thing about it. You can't blame me for feeling this way about it. Because if same, no, if, if but same, no, but like you gotta from a footballing perspective, you gotta be like, we are so lucky we okay. got three well, points from, from that. Un, like, from you a, shouldn't be happy with those three. From points an unbiased, you got them unfairly. from an unbiased perspective, unbiased football perspective, if that happens to anyone, I feel bad for them. If that happens to Fabianski. Uh, you know, it's like, okay, like, obviously, they're gonna. I'd be like, no, if, if that happened to Fabianski, I'm like, bro, you fucked up. Well, you should have well, caught on. that ball, me, and not parried me, it. That's, that's what I mean. As an unbiased respect, an unbiased fan, I don't, I don't like what what Mendy did. Went down for the foul that wasn't a foul, in my opinion. Also, like, it got hurt when you obviously didn't, got hurt when you obviously didn't get hurt. And obviously, you know, you don't want to see that. You don't want anyone to do that, and you don't want the decision to go their way when they do that. Um, I think you guys can agree from unbiased perspective. If that happened to Loris or Fabianski, same thing. But as a Chelsea fan, I'm obviously not going to be that mad because it like benefits us. I mean, that's just how it is. If, if same thing happened to Fabianski, you're not going to be mad as as mad as you are right now, just because you benefited from it. That's just any football fan. If it happened to no, I agree. Ali Song, if it happened to De Gea, when we got that draw at the Stamford Bridge, uh, Chelsea fans were, were furious. I. We were all we were all making fun of Romero walking his dog at Kikurea during the game. So I, I, I don't blame you there. I don't blame you there at all. I mean that that's what I mean also. That's why I said earlier, like Chelsea's been on the wrong side of VR a lot of times. And a Chelsea fan. So is West Ham. Every team. Okay, don't don't act like that's just BS. Well definitely, Every but this team. season at least. Let's get back to the game. Oh my god, we're we're the we're the victims of VR here. Truly. Let's get back to the game now, alright? Let's get back to what's important. Uh, so what? <laughs> we score in the 62nd minute, and then like 10 minutes later, uh, Chelsea bring on the pressure, and then uh, for some reason, Fabianski decides to come out against Chilwell when he's barely the ball's about to go out because there's no way he's gonna do anything else with the ball. No one's in the box. Comes out, and then Chilwell has a lovely finish. I can't say. Well, I, gotta, I mean, the, gotta admit, that was I, a good I think that's the goal no matter what because I f- I forget who, but if 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 Fabianski doesn't come out. It might have been Kai Havertz, but he was waiting in the box. He was... No, Kai Havertz was getting cut off by Zuma, so well, no one's in the box. But it... there was someone in the box waiting for him. I was, I'm pretty sure I watched it. Like... No one yeah, was there. True. Hey, no, Kai scored. <laughs> Kai scored yesterday. Little... Yeah, I know. He what? scored. I mean, it was a good goal. Don't get me wrong. Good goal. But, like, I'm saying, like, if I guess he doesn't, shouldn't come out there because no one's in the box that he can cross it to well. Because, what, hmm. you take a touch – who you get, and you're going to have to hit it back in the box, but no one's there because everybody's right. Like, Havertz is right next to him. Zuma's covering him. So if he passes it to Havertz, Zuma's probably going to hit it out for a corner. Mm. So it doesn't – it was just bad goalkeeping on that one. And then Corne comes on, hits the post, and then two minutes later, Chelsea score a tap-in with Havertz. I mean, it was a good goal. 
Uh, I felt like on that goal, Sufal was on a 2v1, and Declan Rice should have stepped to help him. But, uh, I mean, they probably know that. But uh, And then some late drama happened in the 90, uh, 90th minute. Uh, West Ham equalized on a mess up by, uh, who, uh, who was it, James? James did a pass uh, back. Reece James with a terrible header Bowen, Bowen chases it. Uh, Bowen slips. Doesn't get there in time. Mendy gets there first. Parries the ball away. Doesn't try and catch it. Parries the ball away. Bowen jumps over him. Has a trailing leg that catches Mendy barely. Mendy stays on the floor acting like he broke his shoulder. Debilitates him uh, for the Cornet. rest of the match. Unable to get the yeah. ball there. Foul has to be called. <laughs> Corne picks up the ball. Has a lovely finish in the top corner. I'm going mental because I'm like, oh my god, this is a great. I'll take a point. Yeah. It's a great finish, top bins. He couldn't place it any better. I'm going mental. The West Ham players are going crazy. Declan Rice, Emerson, both. Not Emerson, sorry. Is that his name? Shit. Left back? So. Emerson? Yeah. 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 Emerson both kicked the Chelsea flag in the corner. That was pretty cool. And then, yeah, they did. Yeah, they both did. They both oh, kicked it. And I was like... <laughs> and then the West Ham fans in the way and are going crazy. I'm going crazy. And then I, je- and then I see... VAR steps in for some unknown reason and says, I'm looking at it and they're looking at it. And then for some reason, it's a foul on Bowen because he has hits, hits I mean, Mendy in the shoulder with his trailing leg. But it doesn't affect the ball, him from catching the ball because the ball's already away. He parries the ball. He doesn't try and catch the ball. He parries it. And there's no way he's going to get up to catch the ball again because it's too far away from him. And he knows that and he knows he fucked up. And then so he just lays on the floor. And then if you go back later in that game, Fabianski gets absolutely destroyed. I forgot by who, twice. And there's no foul on him, and he loses the ball, and we have to clear it. But it's like, how is those two not a foul? But that's a foul on Mendy. It doesn't make any sense. Like, if you think – I'm sorry, but if you think that's a foul, whoever says it's a foul doesn't know football whatsoever. Like, I, I am 100% convinced on that, that whoever says that's a foul doesn't know football. Those two refs need to get fined. I know – the referee, like organization, said, apologize for the mistake, but mm-hmm. it doesn't do anything. Like, can we get a point? I know that's not going to happen, but like, that it's like, what's the point of an investigation or review? Because nothing's going to change from it. And the thing is, like, Chelsea fans, they went even a step beyond after Tottenham game. There was some decided petition. Like, it's, well, that it's, was the, the petition was for Anthony Taylor just because we've been shafted by Anthony Taylor for yeah, years now. Yeah, and, and no one like took a, a chase against against now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No one's ever going to. I mean, that wasn't. Really but my point is, like, even if I make fun of that, uh, I think there have been plenty of incidents where uh, people do not like refereeing or the VAR uh, handling um, by the people in charge. And I feel like it's not that hard to get some of these decisions right. So I really don't know what's going through their heads sometimes. I really, I mean, really don't. I think the whole debate is like it should be like it's not VR's fault because I think VR is a really good thing. Like I mean, in yeah. any sport, instant replay is really good. It's just it's always the people running it, and we have the wrong people running it. It seems and, like. I, oh, go ahead, Ben. I was just saying the concept of VAR is to fix a referee's clear and obvious error. Mm-hmm. There's no clear and obvious error there. There's nothing mm-hmm. there, and the fact that the referee official who was running VAR said, "Look, you messed up." It's like. How did he mess up? And then the referee who's supposed to make the final decision goes, oh, yeah, I messed up. It's like, no, you didn't mess up, bro. Stick to your gun just because you're being put on a little pressure by another colleague saying, oh, you messed up. I'm like, no, bro, you didn't mess up. Like, anytime an official 
goes to the VAR, it's probably going to get overturned or whichever way VAR right, is looking. Right, because they, they think... Which oh, shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, just, it's really just a summary of VAR. Like, it's in its entirety. Like, I feel like it's done more harm than good. Over the past I mean, this season has been very bad. Yeah. I mean, it's been bad like, for a couple really bad. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, it's really what's showing again. You know, like, also there's there's uh, offsides. But I think the biggest problem is the offsides because when it's so tight and VAR spends like two minutes trying to determine if he's onside or offside, at that point, just give the goal. If it's that tight, uh-huh. if it's that tight of a call, why why even yeah. try to determine if he's offside? He's not getting an advantage. If it's yeah. like a centimeter, he's not getting advantage of that's one centimeter. Just give the goal. Yeah. Obviously, if you or even his... hands. Like if your hands offside, it's like, bro, what? Well, they shouldn't be calling. They shouldn't well, be yeah. that. Anything you can't score with shouldn't be considered offside. I don't. Yeah. I, that, what's the advantage there then? You know. Yeah, I, they sometimes like go a little too far in the arm as well. Like they go down top almost the elbow sometimes. I'm like, no, it's it's like like right where the elbow meets. Like you can score with this part, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like super it's super inconsistent on what they view as like offsides and things like you'll yeah. be like oh that's offsides and then like in one game it will be offsides and then another game it won't be and you're like yeah what that doesn't make any sense or do you yeah. think then to, to counteract that because i mean that's just down to human error normally so do you think the ant- you just get better refs i feel like the premier league has like one of the worst like refereeing association in the world like there's constantly bad refs in that league no matter what yeah, I, th- I think I think like a lot of people. On, uh, I hate to say this because I think social media is a very interesting place, but I think a lot of people social media tend to get the right calls. Like they see, unless they're biased, they tend to be like, "Yeah, there's something there's, there, that was a bad call." How did they know it's a bad call? But the rest don't, and then the rest of the go back and apologize afterwards. They have VAR. That's your job. You shouldn't be having to apologize. It's yeah. not that hard. It really isn't. So I, I don't I don't get why it happens at all. I think I heard for the the World Cup. Um, like I think I heard like the balls are gonna have like sensors in them or something for offside calls. Like, aren't they like gonna test out like robotic That's right. offside calls? That's right. Like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think that could be the answer for like the rest of the troubles and stuff like in the Premier League? If we were had to have a more like robotic and mechanical kind of way of judging it than than humans? I mean, at this point, yeah, because human error there's too much human error that sh- should be VAR is supposed to eliminate that but somehow human errors keeps coming up and it shouldn't so at this point might as well just make it more robotic and have uh, machines and technology make the decisions well, over then, the refs I can't, I, I'll counter that with do you not think that human error is what makes sports sports sometimes because I think like we, we look back at all these controversial decisions and all that and I don't know. To me, it's part of the sport. It's going to happen any sport. Basketball, football. I mean, you look at what the, the what game was it? Vikings, Saints, like a couple years ago? Or Rams, Saints, or something like that? And there was a bad call, like let the Rams go to the Super Bowl and ended up winning it or something like that. But there's things like that. Like, you don't, do you think without human error, it'll make it less of a sport? I, I mean, human error is fine. I think it's. Like, if the ref on the field doesn't call it, you can't really get mad, right? It's right. it's in that one instant that he calls it. It's VAR where that's not even a human error because you're meant to be right. You're meant to get it right. You're meant to look at the review at, over, like, 30 seconds a minute of you looking at it and then 
we were meant to get that right. If the ref gets it wrong on the on the pitch, his first call. I mean, you can't really get mad at the end of the day because, I mean, you you can't like you know it's it was the one call. He didn't look at it twice. He saw it once. Could have been obstructed. Could have not been completely paying attention to that specific spot. You know, so many things could be wrong. When it's VAR really getting it wrong, it's basically no excuses. Mm-hmm. I don't. Know. I I don't. I, I agree I, with Diego. I, that's how I see it. I get you. Yeah, I agree. Cause cause it's like. Yeah, mistakes happen. Everybody makes mistakes. The managers in every any sport, coaches make mistakes, managers make mistakes, players make mistakes specifically, uh, referees make mistakes. But like when you have like like what the NFL has uh, challenge flags mm-hmm. to challenge it, and there's other people who are supposed to make those corrections, and then you have in soccer, football, you have VAR, and they're supposed to get the right decision. But when they're not getting the right decision, you're like, what's the point? There's no point in having it if it's not going to be the right decision every single time. Yeah, yeah. and I, I do want to add, I think, one, just to give the group refs some credit, I feel like handballs this season have been really good. And maybe mm-hmm. maybe you can give me give me a, a decision that's happened so far that hasn't. But I can't generally think of a wrong handball call so far. I think most uh, of them are pretty fair. Was it last week, United versus, who do United play? Oh, the Scott McTominay one? Yeah, McTominay handball like twice, like yeah. 50 times. And then I, okay. Thing. The, the reason I... Even that one, I don't know if I would agree, say that was a clear penalty. Like, I think it's upper interpretation. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it, kind of, it it's close to him. Yes, his hand's out, but it's close to him. But if we're talking generally speaking, I feel like that handball has improved big time compared to the previous season. Just because... When players now like they'll they'll take into account natural position because what was it two seasons ago where they like Mavis hits the hand it's a, it's a penalty that happened yeah like, the, I remember yeah that it was, was the Declan Rice scored we scored uh, I forgot against Liverpool or something in like the dying embers of the game to win the game and then they called it back because Declan Rice it hit his hand when he was trying to control it and it like hit his chest which hit his hand and he kept yeah. running they said it's just a lot I think yeah. handballs have been better because in the Spurs West Ham game. I don't know if you remember the they gave a penalty because it hit Cresswell's right. hand, but it hit his head, then his arm. Yeah, yeah. Like I was like, that's a good call. I agree with you. No, but I, I feel like, yeah. Like I feel like Campbell's have been better. Certain aspects have been better, but like overall, there's been a lot of errors that have been occurring. Right. That overshadow like the good things. Yeah. Agreed. That's how that's how it's always going to be. Yeah. And, people people yeah. going to react more than negatives and positives. Yeah, and I also I also think. Something people are forgetting is is the linesmen. Um, they're supposed to keep their flag down if they aren't sure of the call for offside, and then let VAR go back and decide. So if there's a goal, you know, then you can really be secure. And we saw in the Coutinho disallowed, he didn't do that. Um, he put his flag up for we think, and and Man City, you know, took the offside call, but Coutinho went on and scored. I know people are like, oh, Man City stopped defending and. I don't. I'm not saying Danny would have scored or whatever, but I'm just saying there's an example of where the, the linesman puts his flag up and he's wrong. He, you go back and he's wrong, but he thinks he's right and he should have waited because that's what they're taught to do. Wait, mm-hmm. if he's tight call, he doesn't, and Aston Villa lose the ball because you know they give it over. But Coutinho has a chance to score, and I mean he could have potentially done that same shot even if he was being defending because he's excellent at those. Um, and uh, I'm saying the lines in there, that's not even a VAR thing anymore. That's just, he needs to be following the rules. You don't put your flag up if it's a tight call. 
I don't care how sure you are. Get over your ego and let VR do the call. Like yeah. it, you shouldn't be playing out there. It's 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 a, it's a tight call. Yeah. So that's not a VR problem there. That's just them not following the rules at that point as well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a lot of. I don't know how how to phrase it. Like a lack of. I guess like common knowledge. Mm-hmm. Common mm-hmm. like um. Ah, what's the word? Just like a normal like, action events, I guess. Uh, amongst these referees, it's like you're right, like they're all. I mean, you know, the humans are not gonna act the same way, and the only way you you're gonna get every referee to act the same way is if like use robots or technology instead of these referees. But like, yeah, there needs to be like common ground that they need to right. act upon that they're not, and there should be. I mean, I think it's you know, I think it's a given that there should be, and you'd assume there'd be, but it's just I don't know. They're all taught the same thing, but they don't act the same way. Right. Uh, and I think, impact impacts a lot of games. I think something we should be asked because a lot of people bring it up. Players have punishments. Coaches have punishments if they get wrong. Hmm. Should referees have some sort of punishment if they get multiple calls wrong and completely change the game, or right. is it just one yeah. of those where like you're like it just happened? It's not their fault. What do you think? I mean, yeah, they they should get punished. I mean, like look at in my way. This is well. Okay, I'm gonna use this as an example. I I think. Let me rephrase it by saying, I think a lot of refs are getting rewarded rather than punished. Uh, and I'm going to use it as an example. Like, this is going to sound biased because you, you've heard you've heard me say this a lot, Diego, but Anthony Taylor, um, yeah. just in general, like he's a decent ref most of the time, but a lot of times against Chelsea in big games, there's been like uh, pretty controversial, you know, decisions. Uh, Cucurella, uh, FA Cup final against Arsenal, I think final against Arsenal a couple years ago. Um, just things like that. Blatant, obvious, horrible calls. Horrible calls. And the most we've gotten would be uh, apology. But he's going to be a World Cup referee this year. And how, how are you going to see that he's making horrific calls in big games, the games where people are going to notice more, right? You're obviously not going to notice, like, if he did the same thing, uh, Nottingham Forest versus Fulham, it's not going to be that big of a deal. But if you're making an FA Cup final... Uh, London Der- Derby, Chelsea Tottenham, you know, things like that. Um, you're seeing that he's making these decisions in these big games, and you're giving him the platform, the biggest platform in world football, to make these calls. Like, I don't understand. I don't see the thought process behind that. So, I don't know. It's it's a little weird to me that like some are getting rewarded for their subpar refereeing, then compared to nothing or compared to punishment in general. But I don't know. Like, I mean, what would the punishment be? Suspension, maybe? Like, you just suspend them and then have someone from, like, the championship come up as a referee and then ref a game to see if they're better. It's like, and they, they get dropped down to the championship, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or I... you find them, but I don't know how much referees make, so I feel like that could be a little <laughs> bit unfair. But, sure. I mean, you could you can drop them down to the championship because they're all under one, like, big, like, an association like yeah. the EFL or whatever, but so you, you have can to just like, drop them down. You have to have like tears, you know. You can't just do it after one bad game. I mean, um, that's a little harsh. Yeah, but yeah. like the West Ham Chelsea game, you could argue is making bad calls the whole game, and like that one, that call specifically is like so, in my opinion, it's like so obvious that it's not a foul. Like everyone agrees, it's not a foul that you can't be making that mistake, especially at that type of level where it's a, it's a derby, derby. And 
you just can't be making that mistake because uh, Antonio said it best in his interview after the game. He said, points are hard to come by in the Premier League, and we've dropped multiple points already because of VAR decisions this year. Like against Nottingham Forest, we scored a goal, got taken away over a bogus offside on Ben Rama. But it's like in that game specifically, like taking a point is huge for West Ham because we aren't supposed to win that game based on our form. And take, just taking a single point will put us in a good spot and bring us confidence, but losing is very devastating and gives us zero points and lowers our confidence a bit. So it's like the magnitude of the game and the type of call that was made was should have been clear and obvious that it's not a foul and you can't be making that mistake as a professional referee. Now, if you make that mistake as like an ASO referee, no one cares. But at the same time, I don't think an ASO referee is making that mistake. So it's like... Tell, tell that to the parents. Have you seen the parents at ASO games? They care. <laughs> I don't, they're mental. They're crazy. They <laughs> ah, damn. I know they care, but I, I'm saying like if if that happens at an ASO level, a referee is not making that call because there's nothing there. But but yeah, it's just very frustrating to see. If you think it about it, to my team. If you think about it, some of these calls lead to bad results, and these bad results lead to managers going under pressure. Multiple bad results hmm. leads to managers getting fired. So people lose their job because of bad referee calls. If you really want to set the fire. I'm using as an yeah. example, and it's like it's not exactly the same thing, but like Frank Lampard, um, and Timo Werner, and I'm not saying they're all wrong, but like he had so many offside goals, and if he was just like 0.3 seconds earlier and he got all these goals, Frank Lampard could, could still been in the job, and all these games could have changed for him. But I mean, same thing. You're right. Like if let's say all his offside goals were wrong, or a lot of them were wrong, it's like the same thing. I don't know. It's like you're definitely right in that in that statement. Right. That, so I mean, if, if if they hold the power to fire someone, then they're gonna be held more accountable and just I'm sorry, and then they keep refereeing for the next four seasons. Yeah. Um, but I also just don't think one game. You can't do one game. I, I yeah, know no, I, those I guys, so, and I know West Ham's gonna be mad. I get that, but you can't punish them off of one game. It needs to be like a yellow card. You know, five yellow cards, you get a red card, or like ten suspended for a game. It mm-hmm. Needs to be something, some sort of form like that, because. There needs to be some rules, you know. But I, I disagree because it was that bad of a call that you're a professional referee in the biggest league in the world. You can't be making that mistake. Like, if it's, like, controversial, like, oh, like, Bowen, like, actually collides with Mendy and the ball, like, like, pops out and it's, like, oh, that's a 50-50, fair enough, right? Like, I'd be, like, I'd be less mad because I'd be, like, all right, all right, fair. But, like, as a goalkeeper myself – I see that, and I'm like, okay, Mendy messes up there. Like, if I did that in a game, I'm like, okay, I mess up there. I'm getting straight back up and trying to re- recover and try and make a save. But Mendy just knows he messed up and says, you know what, I'm going to fall over and hope the ref buys it. It's like you can't be making that mistake as a professional referee. You just if can't. If you do that, though, you're sending down six referees a season at least. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I, you go, now you got to worry about – how are you going to manage that? How are you going to handle the pay? How are you going to? It's a lot more than just sending him down because he made a bad decision. You yeah, can't, I, I, but that's if we send down, right? That's if we send down. Well, like, that you was get like a small before. fine. Yeah. Yeah. Or we or you can like suspend them for a game instead of like sending them down to the championship or something. You suspend them for a game, oh. then then they'll be like more conscious of like, okay, I can't make this mistake, or I got to stick firm to what I believe instead of having someone else tell me you made a mistake. Be like, okay, I gotta listen. I mean, that's so it puts more, that's more pressure on referees, but like they need to be more put on pressure more because they've been getting away with it so 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 often over the years with any, every team, not just West Ham, with every team that they need to be held accountable, and that's 
how you start it by setting an example. I mean, that, that's more more understandable is like, yeah, if it's, if it's a really bad game, spend it for a game. I think it's absolutely preposterous to say that if they have one bad call, a really bad call in a game, they get sent down. Like, I don't know. If you, you, do, you do that, you send them down. You bring someone up from the championship who probably has a higher chance of making more bad calls because they're in the championship. I don't know. Like, they're not the Premier League referees. Is a, yeah, but the championship is more rough in terms of, like, the style. So, well, like, I mean, just, there'll I mean, be probably less calls made. I mean, just in general, like, um, like let, let, let's say you're doing the same thing with, with um, players. Right? If you look at, if you do the same thing with players, let's say uh, Timo Werner has a bad game. I know he's not in the Premier anymore, but he, he, Timo Werner has a really bad game. And you send him down and send someone up from the championship. That person from the championship is not is gonna do probably just as bad more times than they do good, because they're just not Premier League players. I think same thing with referees. Like these, the championship referees are championship referees for a reason, because they haven't earned the Premier League title yet. They haven't That's been true. called up to the but Premier League. But what makes but what makes a Premier League referee earn that title? Because so far they're well, all shit. Well, that's up to them. I mean, like pedigree <laughs> over time. It's the same thing as a player. Like you, you over time you have the pedigree. You have the you look like you have the quality to be up there. Uh, then you get brought up to the Premier League. It's like, you know, like um, like players, like I said. Um, and at the same time, like, yes, these referees are bad. They have really bad calls. But even though it may not seem like it, they're in the Premier League. They have more times than not, they're making good calls and bad calls. That's when they're in the Premier League. That's it doesn't true. seem okay. like it. But, but... Ca- but counter, you have, you have VAR to make those corrections, and then you continue to make uh, the same mistake that you made previously. It's like, that's why I'm saying like they need to be punished harshly because they have VAR to protect them from making that mistake. Like they'll have a bad call and then VAR is supposed to correct their bad call. But when it's a bad call and then VAR makes a bad call and then they reiterate that bad call, that's when I'm saying that's it's that's like, VAR's fault. That's that, the person handling VAR and finding. Yeah, I don't think that's. But that's the same. If that's it, it's because whoever's running VAR is also a Premier League referee, right? So he needs to be punished as well, as well as the main referee. So like I'm saying, like you get, because there's different types of referees. You have the, your linesman, then you have your touchline referee who sits there right. between the two managers, and like get like maybe not, not you know, sent down to the championship because that seems a bit harsh. Like maybe if it's they're like really bad and they have like a whole season they're bad, but like you know like maybe sent down to like one of those like bottom tier referees that don't have a lot of power and kind of just sit there and watch the game. Like one of I those think... like you know like the the touchline refs. Like you get sent down. Yeah, to but, that. but you're trained for different things. If you're a touchline ref, you're trained to be a touchline ref. The, no, because you you're have a ref uh, in the middle of the game. You're Anthony trained to Taylor's be... been a touchline referee too. Well, I, I know, like they but I'm... alternate. They switch. You switch. you can't bring a touchline ref to the as the first referee, but you can do the opposite. It's, yeah. it's you can demote them right because mm. they have a skill set, but the lower skill set can't go up to the higher skill set. That's not gonna happen. They're not gonna be yeah. as good. Even if you think Mike Dean or Anthony Taylor's being bad, there's a reason they're there. They're still gonna make the better calls than the refs that aren't ready for it. Yeah, 100%. in general. Yeah. But yeah, but, but it's, it's the thought that like because we we um, negative calls for us have more weight than positive calls. We're right, always gonna think that they're shit refs like that, which they can be shit refs at times, and they deserve to get punished for those specific times. But like I said, more often than not, they're gonna have good refereeing games. And that's why they're really. Yeah. If it was that big a problem, we have a whole reform of the system. I think if we can actually show this rating system, maybe like a way after a whole season, you rate, rate refs get rated by like a, a board or something. And maybe mm-hmm. they already do. 
but they probably do because there's a reason they get the jobs. You know, someone has to evaluate them and stuff like that. But there needs to be a way for if a ref has continuously had a bad, either if they're on VAR or they're on the pitch, whatever, or a linesman, however you want to call it, um, if something like that, they've continuously made um, decisions that, looking back, are bad calls, then there should be some sort of punishment, whether it's a fine or something like that. I think, but I think it should be at the end of the season. It's hard to do it middle of the season and then try to swap referees around and rotate. Yeah, I, there could be more repercussions than just keeping them in their positions. Yeah. All right. Question: uh, What do you think about players and managers being suspended or fined for speaking out against referees? Like, do you think they should oh, be yeah. suspended no. or fined, or no, do you I think? I don't think so because I think like when when referee when when the FA is telling is telling players. Yeah, you talk you talk you talk crap about Anthony Taylor today. You getting fined for that? It's just because they're trying to save their own asses. Because whatever a player says is going to change the opinion of many fans, and they don't want people against them. So they're going to be like, "Okay, you can't say this because it's going to harm us." No, I think I think it's free speech. You should be able to say whatever you want. If it's a bad refereeing game, talk about it. Sorry, but they had a bad game. They got to deal with it. These players have bad games, but no one stops other people from telling them from talking about them having bad games. Exactly, exactly. It's just referees. I think the only reason that they do that is because it kind of encourages... A lot of referees get abused. And I'm not saying that not everybody... No, players don't either. Obviously, players do. But the whole point is to have everybody get slightly less abused on social media or whatever. And when the managers speak up, the fans follow the manager's lead. And so if the managers say that, even if they are mad... It's sometimes, you know, the, the FA sees that as like, oh, you're, you're, you're setting a bad example, you know, don't do that kind of thing. I think that's the reason why. But it is dumb that they can't, you know, they say anything and they get fine. That is dumb. I have to agree there. It's, it's a fine line, you know, there's no, there's no right answer here. Yeah, as, I as, mean, Declan Rice and David Moyes, like, said a lot of stuff. Declan Rice specifically on social media, David Moyes, like, in press conferences. Mm-hmm. And they, they weren't fined. For what they said, uh, oh, they I forgot who's, well, it's because the refs fine. know they're wrong. Yeah, mm. but it's like they should be able to say whatever they want because they're players, they're getting paid, and yep. they're employed technically by the league. Yep. So like they should be able to say whatever they want and voice their opinions because it's true. But we mean, can't badmouth referees because then you're starting a, a toxic. Uh, you can't. Well, they I mean, the thing is like they badmouth referees, but behind the scenes where cameras aren't seen, like you'll right. well, that's like fine. the that's Declan Rice incident. Yeah, like I mean the Declan Rice incident with like Frankfurt last season, where he went after the referee in the tunnel and said like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. you got paid." Right. That yeah. was jokes, but like at the same time, like players should be able to do that too because they make call. He made calls that changed the game, so it's like the players should be able to talk to the referees and be like, "Hey, look, you messed up. This isn't fair." And they shouldn't be able to just like send them away and be like, "Oh, I don't want to hear it." It's like, no, you gotta hear it because you know I, I, you messed up. I think it has to be done though in the way like, okay, like during the game, I understand, you know, you go to a ref and you're like, "What the hell? This was a foul. This wasn't a foul. Whatever. That's part of the game." Um, but I think like the whole Declan Rice, you know, going to the ref after a tunnel and stuff like that, like you can do things like that. But I think you need to do it in a private setting. Like we shouldn't know that happened. I feel. If, but if, like there's if, reporters everywhere though. Well, that, that's what I mean. So it's like it's they, hard. Maybe like like have meetings afterwards, or like the teams should organize meetings between like the managers, players, and the referee afterwards. No reporters, no nothing. We can know what's happening, but we can't know what they're saying. 
because then like even then like it changes the opinion of fans like if we know that Declan Rice went after like referee everyone's gonna be like yeah you know like damn right yeah, yeah. if we don't know what they're talking about or if we don't know what they talked at all it's not gonna impact us it's just gonna impact how they play how they ref so yeah. yeah but they should have the right to be able to say something without being fined at yeah. least in like a civil manner yeah, though civil. you know that's with every league too NBA NFL right of course I mean and every league does that because the refs want to save the, save their asses because yeah if you the know refs... the pl- sorry go uh, these players could be playing bad the whole game, and it could be a bad game. But if the ref makes one really bad mistake, it's the ref's fault. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you know, and which sucks. I feel bad for the refs too. But you know, I think that's where the fans come into play, though. If like the players play like shit, and then the referee has like one really bad call, the players will be like, "Yeah, they had a bad call, but like you guys played like shit, and you shouldn't be like bouncing, not like, bouncing on the fact, but like." Hoping, hoping that the ref's gonna make a bad call to save your performance, if that makes sense. Mm. So you can yeah. blame someone else except yourselves. Like that's where the fans come in and be like, no, you, like yeah, it was a bad call, but you guys played like shit and shouldn't have played like <laughs> that. And be be hoping the referee gives a bad call and blame someone else. But like at the same time, players don't hope that because they're focused on their performance. They don't want anyone else to like uh, help contribute to their win if it's not themselves. Like you know, if it's an own goal, yeah, sure they. They love that, but if it's like a referee like making decision, then they they'd rather themselves win the game than a referee. Yeah, I mean, like you look at Chelsea this past past week. Like, there's no, there's not a single player who's gonna post or say, "Hey, shout out the refs." You know, like we owe it to them. <laughs> Imagine, like <laughs> that'd be jokes. Mason Mount is like picture of death <laughs> and ice. Like, thanks, ref. Appreciate you. Yeah, like it's just not gonna happen. But um, we we all know damn well true. Like, even I believe it. Like. No refs there, or different refs were not winning that game. Uh, in the, way, in the, in the fashion we did. Do you want to mention that the bigger teams might get preferential treatment over the smaller teams? Big uh, six bias is a real thing. I know you guys are a part of the big six, but it's a big six bias, especially this weekend. Showed how big of a thing it is. I think. I think there. I think in anything. There's a bias. There's. There's. Right. It's insanely hard to be unbiased. I think. And maybe they're because because the Big Six has more fans and the, these refs are more likely to be fans of the Big Six teams, they might have a bias towards them. But I don't think it's the only bias. I think, like, like, like I like underdogs. If I was a referee, I'd kind of kick it towards the underdogs, like, th- these decisions, you know? Or, um, oh, is, okay, is it Mike, let is me, it Mike let Dean me who's this. a fan of, like, Tranmere or, like, a fourth division team or something like that? Like I don't know mm-hmm. if well like, he's been he's been the game stuff like that in his videos of him at games but um like if I'm him if I'm refereeing Tranmere versus City I'm gonna be like hey that wasn't a foul go ahead you know like kind of thing so I I think there is a bias against the big six but I don't think it's it's a sole thing like you know of course there's gonna be bias or anything and there's bias I, I can agree with that. Like that. Like, as a smaller club, like, that's not a part of the big six. Like, I know West Ham are massive everywhere we go, but, like, it's not, I can be like, okay, it's not all the time, but, like, you can definitely tell certain games where, like, it's like, all right, like, we'll play Spurs or we'll play, like, Liverpool it's or City, and we'll get, Michael Antonio will get manhandled by, like, their center backs. Like, Van Dyke will be all over him. He won't get a foul, but, like, Van Dyke will um, Antonio will like give a little nudge to Van Dyke. Van Dyke falls over. It's a foul on Antonio. It's like one of those where it's like 
how is that a foul? Like it's hold to a different standard for uh, for Antonio because we're a smaller club compared to a bigger club. I think it's it, like. It could... Um, it, it could be like just the idea that you know big six clubs are better than these teams, right? So it's like when Van Dyke pushes Antonio over, it's like deal with it. Like like he's just better than you. You're just not as good as him. But when Antonio pushes Van Dyke over, it's what the hell? How do you do that? You know, like he's not he's not as good as Van Dyke. How do you do that? It's, that's got to be a foul. So that could be I don't know about like you know like like bias compared to big six because it's like they're better but i mean but it's just you know there's the preconceived notion that they are they ability should be wise, doing better. better they should be doing it was better like, yeah yeah it's like newcastle not newcastle sorry uh villa against city it was like Sevilla goes on to win that game if it wasn't for that offside continue so it's like that changes the narrative of city being unstoppable like if you look at it that way then it's be like oh there's the big six bias because That'd be bad for headlines. Seeing City got beat by Villa, who's I mean, in, I, out of I don't think form. I don't really think refs would take that into account. Personally, I don't think refs take that into account. Like that's not that. It's not that you know they don't want the big six to not be the big six anymore. Because I think way more fans than not want Newcastle, West Ham, Brighton to break into these big six and over time become better than them. Because we've seen you know these these top six be at the top for a long time. So I don't think refs take that into account. As in. This is gonna ruin city stature and stuff like that. It's just the idea that they're, they're better, but I don't know. Like reputation wise, I don't think it's a factor. But I, I be, remember reading but... like, oh, go ahead, Diego. Go ahead. Uh, sorry, I was gonna say I, I think um, like I just I, actually it's funny we were talking about this. I just watched like something about Tom Donaghy, uh, uh, NBA ref who was you know part of like oh you watched that? I gotta watch I watched that. a little bit and a little bit of it. Yeah, I saw a clip and um. He was talking about he was like wrestling this game with like the 76ers versus like the Pacers or something, and he was saying how he knew he didn't like Al Iverson, so he would call these super soft fouls yeah. every time that like Iverson did something, and Iverson would get mad, and he knew he was messing up the 76ers flow, and he didn't give a shit, yeah. like. He, like, that's crazy. He basically decided the game right then and there just because he didn't like Iverson. And then, of course, he, like, he, like told a buddy, like, hey, go for, go for the Pacers because you're going to call a bunch of fouls on Iverson, whatever. But I'm not saying, I'm not, I'm not saying the refs are doing this in front of them, but I am saying any bias, and that can change just like on all of a sudden doing momentum changes, anything like that. And uh, it's possible. I'm just saying it's possible. Ref yeah. gets, doesn't like fire. Or doesn't like a team. I'm not saying it happens because I know it's just professional, and I'm not saying they aren't. No, but, but it I'm does. saying it happens. It does. I think it, it definitely it's a subconscious happens. thing. Yeah, yeah subconsciously. Yeah. yeah, it's not. It's not. These referees hopefully aren't going in there being like, I don't like Reese James, so I'm not gonna, you know, like give him a good game. But <laughs> yeah. I think it's in the back of their heads, like, damn, like he yelled at me this past game, like last game. I don't <laughs> right. want, but you, you don't think that, but you're gonna go into like being like. You're automatically going to think, I'm not going to give him that. Yeah. Maybe not consciously thinking that, but... Yeah. I mean, I think this whole debate really just... It's a common debate. Like... Yeah. There's not a single person out there who's going to be like, yeah, the, the refereeing is fantastic. It's not. <laughs> right. It's not. It's not. Um, unless you're City. But... Uh, <laughs> no, Liverpool. Liverpool can win it way That's more. true. Yeah, that's true. Liverpool, Liverpool does. It's because Klopp, man... Yeah. 
It's the grass, man. It got too long. No, too the wet. wind. The wind. <laughs> too wet. Imagine. I don't know how, as like a player, you hear your manager be like, "Oh, the grass is too long." Too. Wet. It's like <laughs> take accountability. What? <laughs> it's it's not even it's like you, those some of those players grew up playing on the worst like pitches possible where they're just dirt or like patches <laughs> of grass and then yeah. they played perfectly fine and then when they get to the Premier League it's like oh the pitch is just wasn't it today it was like mm-hmm. I'm sorry I love to play on that pitch on those pitches yeah. it's like any like flat pitch like you go to a community college around like where we live it's like you want to play on those pitches because they're like flat they're so nice. And then, yeah, and my, then you hear players play, pre- complaining about the pitches. You're like, bro, what? Those are some of the nicest pitches in the world. You can't yeah, be complaining well, about it. I played soccer with Dagan Joaquin last week and all at Great Park in Irvine. And all the nice pitches, the nice pitches, uh, which are also pretty crap because it's just muddy and dirt. We can't even play on those. And we had to play on the side. We had to play on the touchline uh, on a hill. It was a slope like that. <laughs> like... Yeah, and these players are complaining that they're not playing on a good pitch. But I mean, I understand. I, I understand you're playing at the top league. You want to play on the top pitches, but you are. I'm sorry. Like, I was like, losing the other team is playing on the same pitch. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. these are playing different pitches. It's the yeah. same pitch. For no, both there was a, a clip from um, the Arsenal fan TV or AFTV, whatever, and I forget his name, but the the shorter dude with the beanie and has the headphones around his neck. Oh yeah, that guy. He was that being guy. interviewed by jokes. the big by the big dude, and he was like. He was like, "Yeah, well, you know, the the grass was wet or something like that. The grass was the pitch was the grass wet, supposed wet. to be wet." <laughs> yeah, and, and the the big dude was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, both teams played on the same pitch?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, play on on that nice of a pitch. Playing with water on it is so nice. The ball moves so smoothly. Oh, oh just moves, glides. <laughs> One day. One day. Yeah. We'll set off our parks right now, though. Yeah, we gotta we gotta pick a different park. From what I hear, I, I know some better parks. No, the the, <laughs> the parks we, the pitches we normally play on there are better, but we went on a day where there was a bunch of tournaments, so those oh, pitches weren't being used. So we had to use the subpar ones. I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why so, they weren't being used. Um, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> they 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 showed up and they're like, you know what? Cancel this reservation. We're gonna we're gonna make a reservation for the other ones. Forget that and the one. thing is, they kicked us off the bad pitches anyway. Yeah, like, they did. They have this little cart with the power hungry people going around. They we're, oh, okay, so we had we a love those people. We had a goal right, and it was on the side of the touchline, and it was like pretty much the width of what we had to play with, and we we're using it. It was a full size goal, and they come over and they move it, so we can't use it. They actually like, like did they talk to you and be like, "Hey, you can't use this." Or well, they, they came over like it? they're like, "You guys can just kick the ball around, but you can't you can't, you can't be using the goal." So they, they 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 turned it so we couldn't use it. You're not breaking the goal here. What do you and think? And they, we they are? kicked the wheels off. They kicked the wheels off so we couldn't move it back. <laughs> Frustrating, That's bro. Just jokes. Frustrating. I think uh, Chafee College. I tra- I practice over there sometimes because it's like super flat and nice, and the goals are nice. I think I've yeah. only been kicked off once by security, but usually security okay. is so chill because they don't care. Because they'll be like, oh, like we, they'll, they'll like look at look at like me and whoever I'm training with playing with and then they'll be like oh they're taking care of the field and then they just move on they just don't care yeah me and Dago we're so bad like the three of us are so bad they're gonna be like they don't deserve this <laughs> they don't deserve this bitch we gotta when we play we gotta go to goals the yeah. oh I hate goals know. man I've never played there but I've been there but anyway, had you been there but never played there that doesn't my dad's played there I went to watch oh, it oh okay. okay yeah 
I almost I played there with uh, with uh, the soccer kids from high school. Nice. But we never did. Anyways, we got way off, off topic there. But I think I'm just going to end the podcast there because this is supposed to be a shorter episode. And it's, <laughs> we're 50 minutes into the recording. <laughs> and we're so, having fun. Very yeah, passionate. It was a good talk. Um, so for all the people who watched the first episode, say thank you. Uh, people that subscribed, thank you very much. Uh, people who haven't, uh, please think about Subscribe. it. Please consider it. Please help us out. You know, it doesn't harm so you. We got anyway, the analytics. So it helps us. Uh, we have the analytics of whoever's watched and has subscribed. Uh, we have. Ninety percent of you have watched this video and haven't subscribed. Well, we haven't subscribe. reached people for that. We have like like seventy percent of our viewers <laughs> are subscribers. So, but the ninety percent of you. Thirty percent, twenty-three percent. Please think about it. Uh, it helps. I agree. Don't think about it. Just do it. It's free. Just do you it. Know. It's free. Like yeah. the video too. Comment if you think we're full of shit. And uh, yeah. Um, follow us on Instagram at for the boys podcast. Uh, for, the for the badge for the badge podcast. Oh, <laughs> <God. the> <laughs> <laughs> I'm just uh, so uh, my girlfriend saw the FTB FTB thing and she's like, "What does that mean?" And she's that meant for the boys. So it's in my head now. For the badge <laughs> at for the badge podcast. I'll put it in the description too. Um, that was poor from you. That was so bad. Blame her. Blame her. The man who made the podcast like logo said for the boys instead of for the badge. Come on, man. All right, this is my but, last episode yeah. for the podcast. <laughs> I am gone. Wait, what? <laughs> okay, but on a serious note, thank you guys for watching. Hope you guys enjoyed. Please like and subscribe. Comment if you want. And uh, peace. <laughs>